Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to episode 156 on the podcast. This is your host, Lucy Liu, wishing you a day full of joyful moments and full of power against all your fears and limiting beliefs. Today on the show, I have my guest Sadie Smalley to share her story of going from homeless to multiple six figures. Sadie is the founder of Passive Income Pathways, a financially accessible coaching membership that teaches people how to turn their blogs into six-figure businesses. I actually started my own coaching journey from starting a personal development blog And from my little blog, I turn into a coach, a podcaster, a speaker, and an author. So wherever you are on your journey, don't think it's too small. Enjoy every part of the journey and believe that amazing things are coming on your way. And now here's Sadie. Hi, Sadie. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. You're an inspiration, so let's inspire our audience, and let's start from the lowest point of your journey. Okay, I think there's a lot of those. (laughs) When you told me I was going to talk about the lowest, I was like creating a graph in my mind, like, okay, was this one lower or was that one lower? We had a lot of low points here, so I think the lowest point for me especially from like a, an outside perspective looking in and a hindsight 2020 type thing was when I was homeless with my kids back in like 2006. That was a really rough time. I had two babies already and I was pregnant with a third. I had to move to a homeless shelter. It was also like a domestic violence kind of escape place. Um, But we moved there and living in the homeless shelter for four months definitely was rough. (laughs) Wow, that was rough. And I know we all have BS stories in our life, but I know you are a survivor of both domestic violence and cancer as well, right? What happened there? Yeah, the cancer came uh, much later. That was in 2018. So I had a cancer diagnosis. As soon as I met my now husband, I got diagnosed with cancer. We got married a few months later and I got the cancer removed, but it actually has been more difficult after the cancer than having the cancer, like the, the cancer and getting it removed and the treatment, like the surgery, the radiation, all of that wasn't as difficult as all of the physical and emotional problems it created afterwards. So I still have to deal with those, unfortunately. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Let's back up a little bit. You were in a homeless shelter. You started from zero. You had nothing, right? How were you able to overcome that homelessness and actually leading into building your multiple six-figure business? Yeah, it all uh, started at the homeless shelter. We had the, there was a room with computers and the there were like 15 families at one point and we could go and use the computer 
but we could only use it to search for jobs. And so people would go in and they would search for jobs and be looking on, you know, like Craigslist and emailing people and trying to figure out how to get jobs. And when I went to do that, first of all, it asked for a resume and I did not have a resume. The only thing I had done that far in my life, I was 21, was have babies. That's it. I didn't have a resume to show anybody. And then in addition to that, the jobs were paying like seven bucks an hour and you can't even support one person on that, much less yourself and three kids, right? So I realized I had to do something else. I designed MySpace backgrounds for my online friends and they paid me five bucks a piece. And that's how I started working online. Like, remember, this was 2006. Not a lot of people were working online full time, you know, as virtual assistants or as bloggers, you know, that kind of thing. So for me, it was it was really difficult because I didn't have any leaders to follow. Now it's much easier. Thank goodness. But that's how I started. And then I started being a virtual assistant. I got assistance to move out of the homeless shelter. Thankfully, they had programs to help. And then over the next few years, I you know, was a virtual assistant and then I started blogging. And after I sold my first blog, things really started to take off. Like I realized holy cow, There were, I sold a blog for $5,000. I had never had that much money, you know, at one time in my life at that point. So that was kind of the big turning point for me was not really the actual money or what happened, but my mind, I was like, oh, I don't have to go get a real job. This is a real job. I love that. I think it's the it's the epiphany that you are capable of running a yeah. business that you you actually flipped a business, you know, even though it's just for $5,000, but that that leads to endless possibilities in the future and you realize that you have that endless potential for more. Yes. Yes. Being able to just see that vision was definitely life-changing. And it still took a while. Like from the time I sold my first blog for 5000 it was still several years before I sold my blog for multiple, my next blog for multiple six figures. And then, you know, we rinse and repeat that process. We're building a bunch of niche sites to repeat that process over and over again. But it took a long time because I didn't have anyone telling me how I could do this stuff. You know, it was a lot of trial and error, mostly error. <laughs> but you also feel more accomplished, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like being able to take control of my life was a huge, huge changing point for me because like when you when I lived in the homeless shelter, I was surrounded by not just like financial poverty. We were all broke, of course. Like why else would we be there? But it was like it was like some sort of mental poverty. We were all in these ch chains and it, you just saw people walking around like I was looking at them like they were zombies because they didn't have any drive. It had all been it had been sucked out of all of us at that point. I think whenever you get to the point where you end up in a homeless shelter, I think there's a lot of things you have to go through first. Nobody wakes up in a really nice house one day with their life together and the next day is in a homeless shelter. Like there's a transition. There's a, a 
a line of events that happened. So we had just all been through so much. It was like everyone was zombies. And I just looked around like, I am not going to be this person. I am not going to do this. These people that I had talked to, like the other women that were in there with me, they had been doing this over and over for years and years. Most of them were in their 30s, 40s. I was only 21. And I just kept looking at them like, there's no way I can do this for another 10, 20 years. Absolutely not. So I knew that I had to do whatever it took to not raise my kids in that environment. There were so many kids there because it was a maternity home as well. So you had to be pregnant to go there. So all of us were pregnant. All of us were raising kids. And I just looked around like these kids were older. They're going to remember this stuff. And I just something inside of me like mama or kicked in. It was just like, this can't happen. This can't be life. I'm going to do what I have to, to stay out of it forever. And that's what I did. I hustled and hustled until I made it. I love that. What an incredible story. You turned your hindrance into assets, right? You turned all those negativity into your drive, building your grit, building your confidence along the way, I'm sure as muscles, just like you would work out at the gym. So what would you say was the most helpful resource along the way to maintain that positive mindset for you? Several things helped me. It was like piecing together a puzzle, but I would say one of the top things that helped was listening to motivational speakers, watching motivational videos. I have now incorporated that into my everyday life. My teenager, she does the same thing and it has absolutely changed her life. Like watching it happen right in front of my face, her life was changed when she started watching these videos and filling her mind with the good stuff. I was surrounded by poverty for so long, even after the shelter for nearly a decade, I was still struggling on food stamps, like surrounded by people who were doing the same. And so for me, I, all of that was coming into my head, all of that negativity, all of that, oh my gosh, we're broke. We're never going to survive this. All of those struggles that we had, that's all I had. I didn't have anything else in my life. So being able to get online and listen to people who had, you know, quote unquote, made it people who weren't struggling as much that made me change my perspective. And I stopped feeling sorry for myself. That was it. I stopped feeling sorry for myself and I got out of my own way and I did the thing. I did what it took to make things happen. And it was it was really just a mindset thing, though. And I know that sounds super cliche, but as soon as you can flip that switch in your mind from like constant pity party, poor me to I can do this, I am doing this. That is the hugest change I've ever had. Oh, I love that. I love that light switch analogy because it's so true because mindset is a moment to moment shift. We could be stuck in this tunnel for a decade. And then when that light turns on, when you turn that switch, you'll be like, oh my goodness, that only took one decision, right? You're only one decision away from the dream life that you live. And I love how you started a blog and I started a personal development blog as well before I got into coaching and before I became a podcaster, you know, author, speaker. So your little blog can turn into such 
oh my goodness, so much opportunities, right? So yes. let's talk about your blog. You started this blog. What opportunities? Well, obviously, you know, financially, you yeah. you got paid from your blog. But other than that, yeah. what other opportunities do you think you received from starting this blog? Oh my goodness, so many. And I mean, some of them do stem from the money. Like we picked up and moved to Mexico. We couldn't have done that if we didn't have any money at all. But uh, a lot of them are just beyond that. It's more like a reach type of thing. So I'm able to inspire people on a larger scale. For example, when I share, we feed uh, families here in Mexico every week, just our family. We're not like in a group or church or mission, anything like that. It's just our family. We like doing it kind of stems back from the homeless shelter and how my husband and I each separately have been homeless in our lives. So we both love to give back. But when I share that, with my people, they're inspired to do something as well. So with your blog, when you're telling your story, you have a chance to have this huge ripple effect and you can either put bad stuff out there like so many people do, or you can choose positivity and choose helping people and inspiring people. And when you tell your story and you tell people, hey, this is how I'm helping people every week, they're inspired to do the same. And then you have helped create a ripple effect that you will never, ever even be able to fully comprehend how big it is. Yes, yes, absolutely. Don't ever think you're just starting a little blog. That little blog today is going to turn into incredible, remarkable things in the future. What are your best action tips for someone who wants to start a blog or take their blogging on their website more seriously? Yeah. So if someone's just wanting to start a blog, I would start with a pen and paper. I'm a pen and paper kind of person and brain dump everything that you would be able to talk about that you would enjoy talking about for a year without getting paid. <laughs> Uh, that's not romantic at all. It's not exciting at all, but that's what happens with blogs. Uh, you do get paid before the year mark. It's not just a magic number, but the amount of work you have to put in, like you've got to put in a good solid few months before you're going to see those dollars most of the time, unless you have someone teaching you, you know, side by side, if you're working with someone like a coach, like you were saying, uh, then it's going to be easier. But for the masses, for most people, you're going to start with just a brain dump of how you can help people, what you've gone through in your life, you know, parts of your story that could be inspiring to other people. When I started talking about being homeless, there were so many people that were inspired. And I was like, so confused. I didn't even expect that to be inspiring. And now it's the most requested, like the most asked question ever. Everyone wants to know about the homelessness. And I'm like, okay, let's do this thing. I'll tell the story. But it's like, because it's your life, you don't always realize how inspirational it can be. So no matter how small it seems, write that stuff down and then walk through the steps of, you know, the technical steps of setting up your blog and stuff. But no, start with a brain dump. And then for the other question, if someone has a blog and wants to take it more seriously, you got to look at what type of content you're putting out there. Google wants helpful, useful content. Your audience wants helpful, useful content. So look at what you're putting out there. Is it about me, 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 me? Are you just writing about yourself and telling your story? How is that going to translate and help someone else? Like, yeah, I could write about this and it would be inspiring, but if I'm not giving you action steps and you're listening to this, it's not going to do much good. So make sure that when you're blogging, 
you're teaching your audience something, you're connecting with them and you're helping them level up in their lives, in their business, wherever they're at in life, they want to get to the next step just as much as you do. You can help them get to that next step. Beautiful. And there's also tools now. There's like AI writing assistants that can help you write content if you have writer's block, right? Oh my goodness. That's a whole nother uh, <laughs> podcast, Lucy. I swear. I love AI. That's one of my uh, specialties is teaching people how to blog with AI because it saves you so much time. I'm a purist. Don't get me wrong. I love old school writing from scratch. I love writing. It is my you know deepest, longest held passion. However, the AI tools if you're using them properly, you're still writing. It's just basically like cloning yourself five times so you could be that much more productive. You're still writing. It's not the robots writing. But yeah, absolutely. There's so many tools these days that save time, money, headaches. I have a free blogging course. If anyone wants to get like started at the very, very foundational steps of it all. And it walks you through all of these things, kind of like a stair step and eventually gets to writing with AI. So you're not sitting in front of the computer all day. I used to work 15 hours a day, 15 hours a day to make my blog work. Now I can work like two hours a day, three hours a day, and I'm still making six figures. Beautiful. Just real quick, which AI do you use? I use WriteSonic and or Jasper. Jasper is very high quality and WriteSonic is the same. WriteSonic is just more affordable. So I, I do tutorials based on both, which is why I've kept Jasper. But WriteSonic is the tool that I use mostly. Ah, I see. So I'm a definitely a pen and paper girl myself. But if you ever get writer's block, you can always refer to AI writing assistants to give you those taglines or ideas yeah. so that you are not stuck, right? And I use something called writer, R-Y-T-R, <laughs> yep. writer. Yep. That's free as long as it's just, I, I don't quite remember the, the pricing, but you can get started for free as well. No nope. excuses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm big on that. No excuses. And each of the AI writers usually does have a free trial. So if you go and do a yes. free trial of Jasper, a free trial of Write Sonic, start with Writer, you have all of these. You've just accumulated 20,000 words for free, you know? Yep, that's right. Okay, so what is your favorite quote that you go by to keep yourself positive? So when you asked me about my favorite quote, I am very ADHD and I have so many. So <laughs> I think I'm just going to share a quote for this story that we were telling because Gary Vaynerchuk is one of my biggest inspirations. And one of his quotes is, no matter what you do, your job is to tell your story. And that's what I try to tell other people. Like I try to show them how inspirational and how helpful their story can be. Because a lot of people, especially women, uh, we are like, oh, we just did it. We just did it. It's not inspirational. It's just my life. I just did it. And that isn't true. It couldn't be further from the truth. People want to hear your story. If people weren't nosy wanting to hear our stories, we wouldn't have reality TV, right? People want to know. So your job is to tell your story. And if you can make a ton of money while you're doing it and help a ton of people while you're doing it, well, there's the trifecta. There you go. Thank you for sharing your story with us, Sadie. Where can we find you? 
Uh, my website is sadiesmiley.com. And I have a free group on Facebook that teaches people about how to make passive income and take control of their time in their life. Like I said, I was working 15 hours a day and now I just work a few hours a day if I feel like it. (laughs) So uh, I teach people how to build really strong foundations in their businesses. So if they need to take time off or if they want to take time off, they can. I'm totally with you on that part. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Thank you again. Thank you. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal-setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 